This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody! Welcome to I Love Movies, coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. They do lots of fun shows here at UCB, including my show that's called The Benson Interruption, which is on the last Thursday of every month. So for more info, go to ucbtheater.com. So when this airs, this installment of I Love Movies, featuring me, Doug Benson, when this airs, April Fool's Day will have just happened. I, airs isn't the right word, but you know what I mean? When it's available at handheldcomedy.com, uh, it'll be available on Monday, the day after April Fool's, which got me thinking about how it is impossible to deliver bad news on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Not impossible, but incredibly awkward. Like, here's how I think it would go. I'm sorry to tell you this, but your father is dead. <laughs> Good one. 
April Fools, you got me. No, I wish it was an April Fools joke, but your your father is really dead. <laughs> wow, you're really committing to this. <laughs> Did my old man put you up to this? No, he didn't because he's dead. <laughs> what does all of this have to do with movies? Nothing. Uh, my guest today was supposed to be Nick Swartzen, and uh, he sent me a text message. I'm going to actually pull it out. He sent me a text message. I've been going back and, you know, he's, I've been trying to get him on the show for a while. Very, he's a very funny guy, very nice guy, who has got lots of great movie credits and stuff. And he's a good stand-up comic. But uh, I've been going back and forth with him about coming and doing the show. There, a few weeks ago, it looked like he was going to do it, and then he had to cancel at the last minute. And then this time, five minutes before we were supposed to start, I got this message. Uh, wait, that was the follow-up after I tried to make him feel guilty. <laughs> okay, here it is. <laughs> I'll redo that one, too, now that I said there is one. Okay, so he wrote to me. Because I wrote to him and said, all right, I'll see you here in a little bit or whatever. And he wrote to me, fuck, I can't do it, dude. I'm slammed. Sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I really want to hate him right now. But he said, don't. <laughs> so I'm cool with it. And then, um, and then here's the next part. Then I wrote back to him and said, you don't have to be here till 630 because this was at like 5 to 6. So you don't have to be here till 6.30. And, uh, and then here's what he wrote back. I can't, dude. I live in Venice. Just got out of the dentist office. Oh, okay. Well, now it all makes sense. He was like, I'm doing Doug's show in, in uh, Los Feliz, Feliz. <laughs> Navidad at uh, 6 o'clock on Tuesday. I better schedule a dentist appointment for, like, say, 5 o'clock in Venice. Because then when I come out of that dentist's office and I get the message, where are you? I just got out of the dentist. How could I get over there in time? That's not going to work. So, anyway, hopefully we'll, I, you know, I mean, hopefully I can guilt him into uh, coming on now, now that, now that that happened. And he doesn't listen to this, so he's not going to hear me making a big deal out of it on the podcast and here's the here's the good news more remember bill dwyer from last week let's bring him back out here and talk to bill dwyer some more i had a feeling during last week's show that that nick was going to stand me up so i you know made the call and made sure the bill was going to be here that uh and uh thank you for having me doug i live uh, i live close by <laughs> To the UCB theater, and I never go to the dentist, so I am always, I'm always That's ready right. for you. That's so right. It's, so it's kind of a win-lose for me because you're a delight to talk to, and uh, I just have to keep my head facing the other direction when your dirty, stinky, never been to a dentist teeth are John about whatever the hell it is you're talking right. about. I can't even keep track of what you're saying sometimes because I'm too busy concentrating on not inhaling. Right. Because so not now, only do I not go to the dentist, but I don't believe in dental procedures at all. Brushing, <laughs> flossing, none of that. Well, what kind of person would never go to the dentist and then also have really great uh, personal hygiene and yeah, brush that's and stuff? So, <laughs> That'd be a weird combo. I brush seven times a day. I don't need a fucking dentist. Yeah, yeah but do you take the scrapey thing? Yes, I do take the scrapey thing. Yeah. 
I have my own tiny mirror that I stick in my mouth, and I use another mirror to look at it. I got a lot of mirrors around my house. <laughs> I wish I could look at my own ears. That would be cool. What about this? Yes. Nobody's ever done this. What if a vampire went to the dentist, and the dentist sticks the... Uh the mirror in the mouth is like, I can't see anything. <laughs> 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 it's like a mask. <laughs> that would be a fun sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd take the mirror out, he'd think there's something wrong with the yeah. mirror, and he'd get a different mirror. He'd blow on and it and brush it. do that three times and then go to commercial. Right. That's oh, how the man. sketch would go. Because I don't have any other twists. Yeah, for then it. somebody. Yeah, somebody yells at the end. Then that's it. Yeah, go to commercial. Oh, that's or, or, funny. Or, oh wait, wait, wait. The, Maybe the vampire could get mad at the dentist for um, he has garlic breath. Yeah. No, that's not a good enough twist. Oh, the dentist has garlic breath. Or maybe, well, the vampire. The vampire that'd be certainly weird wouldn't for, for him to have <laughs> garlic breath. Sure. Vampire breath. He would have been fooled. I just if said he has vampire garlic breath. breath. <laughs> that's kind of that's the new polite way to tell somebody that they have uh, bad breath. Yeah, dude, vampire. Vampire breath. breath. Yeah, dude, vampire breath. Why would a vampire? You're, vil- vampire you're a little vampire. So here's my intro. I was going to say of Nick Swartzen. My guest today is a funny, funny man who you've seen on TV, on comedy club stages, in movies, and sometimes on the street late at night with no shirt, yelling at passing traffic. Yeah. Seriously, if you know him. Here's Nick Swartzen, and then everyone would clap. All right, and then yeah. He'd come up and sit down. I'd say, "Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up with you?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I love movies. So then, uh, <laughs> me too. Let's talk about him. And then I was going to ask Nick if he ever saw the movie April Fool's Day. Uh, April Fool's Day with I don't care who you went with. <laughs> no, it had like Deborah Foreman, you know, Valley Girl. Oh, yeah. And a right. bunch of other hot young actors of the time. April Fool's that Day. That they yes. could afford. Deborah Foreman. Yeah, and it was one in a long line of horror movies that, like, just when Halloween was successful, oh. cheapy horror filmmakers thought, well, let's, let's do every holiday. Yeah. Like, disregarding right. the fact that Halloween is about scary and murder right, and yeah. knives and, and pumpkins. Yeah. Like, let's, let's fucking hit every right. other one. So then they did, like, within a few years after Halloween, there was My Bloody Valentine, Prom Night, Independence Day. <laughs> Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd have a funny one to ask, Nick. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> And uh, but now I think someone should make Dead Presidents Weekend. <laughs> I think that'd be a good one. This, the uh, those brothers could make it. I, that's what I was thinking. The the uh, the two brothers. Yeah, the guys Hughes who did brothers. Th- yeah, the Hughes brothers. Well, their last movie was Johnny Depp as the uh, Jack the Ripper or looking for Jack the Ripper. That was like the last thing they did, right? What? What's what? with those guys? What's, what was? The, oh, Why did they have such thing? slow output? Are they busy oh. arguing with Lily Tomlin? That was based on a graphic novel. Oh, I heard about that. No, wait. Let's talk about it. It'll be old news by the time this runs. Oh but yeah, wasn't? I just watched it today. Finally. Oh, I thought Lily they took Tomlin it down. and David O. Russell. They do keep taking it down, and somebody else puts it back oh, up. Sweet. That's the beauty of YouTube. Yeah. Because somebody else has already got it, so they put it on. And I finally watched it today. I had been hearing about it, and my take on it was volatile, extremely talented director. David O. Russell. Pain in the ass, also somewhat talented actress. 
Lily Tomlin. And, uh, you know, either one of them could have started it, it in never, my book. Never getting it together. Never seeing eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, he, uh, he... Clooney had problems with him on the set of Three Kings. Oh, really? But it was because he would yell at people that weren't George Clooney. Like, he never, David O. Russell didn't try to yell at George Clooney until George Clooney yelled at him for yelling at somebody else, and then it got physical. Oh, and George Clooney has never worked with David O. Russell since, has he? No, and he, when, you, when it comes up in interviews, he, he, he says he didn't enjoy the experience, but he gets it over with quickly. He doesn't dwell on it. Mm. And the thing that bothers me about it is that's one of my favorite movies. Like, good I film. fucking love that movie. Three Kings. Awesome. Yeah, it's really that good. That thing will hold up for a long time. That is a movie that you can revisit again and again. Yeah, because you could look at it and go, I hope that shit like this doesn't happen in Iraq. Oh, yeah. Where it's and yeah, happening. People might watch it now and go, oh, this is Iraq. No. Persian <laughs> Gulf. <laughs> That's what it is, right? You really, last no. week you were talking about how much you no, know about Granada, movies, and Granada. you really know a lot about, yeah. about movies. David O. Russell, Spanking the Monkey. Great film. I That's preferred his... Flirting with Disaster, but okay. Great film. Yeah, he awesome was good there film. for a while. But Spanking the Monkey, as far as the debut goes, fantastic. But I don't heart Huckabees. You don't? Yeah, mm -hmm. you didn't heart the Huckabees? Uh -huh. I didn't care for it, but I have friends that I value that loved it. So it was good okay. for them. Good for them. But I, but I, while I was watching it, I sensed behind the scenes turmoil that wouldn't appear for three years. <laughs> and <laughs> so it just made me unhappy during the entire yeah, movie. How does that pop up now, three years later, after the movie? It's done. It's, it's, it's wrapped. I believe that's a term How they use. great would it be? Here's the next sketch. Saturday Night Live, if you're listening. Lily Tomlin, get her on there. Yeah. Get some guy to play David O. Russell. Mm, you. Have him arguing. And then have Mark Wahlberg jump in in a cameo and slam her in the face with that big red ball oh. that he kept hitting himself in the face with oh, yeah. in, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so great if that was still on the set and David O. Russell would just beat actors with that <laughs> <laughs> instead of uh, he was just picking up random items. He, I think he threw an eraser at her, didn't he? <laughs> Which is always great. That, you know the thunk I'm of an eraser against a chalkboard. Like that happened to me in typing class when I was in high school. Uh, the the teacher would throw the eraser at you if you looked at your hands. Oh, right, sure. But he he would often miss, so you just hear it hit the back wall yeah, really hard. The, the kid behind you. Yeah, it was see that's disturbing. What I, like I would love it if like somebody got up on stage, accept their best actor award, you know, at the Academy Awards, and said, "Well, you know," or talking to James Lipton, he said, "Well, how did you, you know, get to the emotional depths?" And the guy would go, "Oh, the director would poke me with a pin right beforehand, <laughs> you know, or he'd, he'd pop a balloon, and then I would cry. I would just love to hear that. Something so easy, you know." I've told this before too, me. Bill, but you uh, you set me up so beautifully. Sure, that I that's and, why I'm here. I stepped on what you were saying, but uh, Steven Spielberg to get that honest reaction out of Drew Barrymore the first time she sees ET. Oh yeah, he's slightly off camera down below, tickling her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is like I love saying that But it's only funny When the subject Of how they get Performances out of yeah. actors Comes up <laughs> Yeah Because if I just bring it up On my own People are like That is a weird thought That you had Yeah that is a uh, that doesn't follow any line of normal thinking. That is a uh, that's a that's a much better joke. You've taken my joke and you've taken it to a better a better place. Well, but so. mine already existed, so it's cheating. No, no, mine. Well, no, so mine's I done. Think, I, I think we should both take all the credit for all of it. However, uh, when you talk don't about don't look at my sheet. No, 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 I'm not. But when you talked about uh, uh, staring April at Fool's my questions Day, for Nick Swartzen, they're very private. I think it'd be funny if uh, not when, for you. 
like uh, when when you give someone a surprise party, mm-hmm. you know, you always have the surprise, and then it's just a party. You know, right. I think it should be more like an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> like it's like surprise, and the guy's like, oh my gosh, and then like you know, like ten minutes later, you know, the phone rings. Oh my god, your mom's dead. What surprise? You know, and then it's just up and down like that all night. You know, because at a surprise party, after the surprise, that's it. All you do is talk about the surprise. And you do it until somebody really dies. Right, yeah. But I think that's funny, the uh, April Fool's Day joke about your dad's dead, you know. Oh, come on, you're kidding me. No, the irony is delicious, but your father is dead. That's my favorite part. Did did he put you up to this? No, he's dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wish he had, but he is dead. I had to go back through my notes just to find that and say it again. Blades of Glory. Good luck with that, Nick. Uh, Thank you. Because next week Ice Cube is coming after you with with Are We Done Yet? With 4X? (laughs) No, he's got a movie. He's got a movie called Are We Done Yet? Oh. That's the sequel to Are We There Yet? Oh, really? Are we done yet? I can't wait for the third one. Are we really doing this again? (laughs) Yet? Are we really doing this yet again? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are now, you kidding me? That's the fourth one. Now, Nick, what's the difference between making Reno 911 the TV show? I like to call it Reno 911. Yes. Reno, ni- yeah. Re- <laughs> Reno 91. When it comes on, it's an emergency. <laughs> I've got to see it. Um, what's the difference between making Reno 911 the TV show <laughs> and Reno 911 the movie? There was what a, was the difference? Bigger there, camera? Uh, yeah, yeah, much bigger camera for movies. I don't know if uh, everybody knows that. And uh, a lot less uh, improvisation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, between the movies you were involved in as a writer, Malibu's Most Wanted, Benchwarmers, and Grandma's Boy, mm-hmm. which one would win in a fight? Uh, Benchwarmers. And why? Star power. In Almost Famous, <laughs> you played, your character name was Insane Bowie Fan. Isn't that a little unfair? Insane? I mean, you seem pretty into Bowie, but who isn't? <laughs> I'd re- if I was asking him, I'd say it more natural than that. Well, I did a lot of character research into that, and what it was was that the guy, they actually left out a comma, because uh, I'm just a Bowie fan who's insane. Insane and Bowie fan. I'm oh, not insane, insane is Bowie. just the backstory? Yeah, I was just insane. I was born insane, or I became insane, and I and, and, and you I also like Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. But my favorite Nick Swartzen movie character. Uh, I would like go to Bowie concerts without pants on because I was insane. <laughs> People would go, you must really love Bowie. Yeah, and I'd go, no, because I'm you're here with insane. your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> Two separate issues. My big hog flapping. Your, and if you're insane, you're wild you get hog. to do that. Okay. My, if you're insane, yeah, that's you do get a lot. The insane have a lot of rights that the rest of us don't have. They do when it comes to flapping. And hogs. people don't believe you're insane until you start throwing stuff. Then they go, "Oh wow, Whoa. yeah, you're either insane or you're David O. Russell." Yeah, that guy, David. Oh shit, he's throwing stuff at us. Yes, Russell. Oh okay. my gosh, he's calling <laughs> me the worst word in the world, Russell. David. Oh, David. oh, I can't oh. believe this is happening. You said that to me, On such Russell? A high price production, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the longest nicknames, that guy. David. Oh, this movie title begs to be on a bumper sticker, Russell. <laughs> Which one, Spanking the Monkey? I Heart Huckabees. You do. And Spanking the Monkey. 
Okay, but my favorite Nick Swartzen movie character name is in Click, mm-hmm. where you played Bed Bath and Beyond guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought of you as more of a sheets etc. guy. I couldn't even I, um, think of a name of another place that's like Bed Bath and Beyond. Things. 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 Fuck. I'm gonna Come fix on. it right now. I'm gonna fix it. And talk about. I'm gonna talk write about it down. Not even trying linens and. But things. also sheets, etc. is funny. Yeah, no, no. That to is have funny. a store yeah. called sheets, etc. Yeah. Uh, you know, other things that. What, what yeah. else? Well, sheets in the end. Pillow Come on in. You'll and see. Whatnot. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. But she. Pillowcases and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else but, have you got? Blenders. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why did you call it pillowcase sheets and blenders? Yeah. That'd be but stupid. But linens and things that could be any, you know, that could be. Yeah. Well, we got linens and uh, shoes. All right, so we got linens and things. So here's the thing: I'm going to try linens to, and colanders. Nope, nobody talked to. <laughs> nobody talked to uh, Nick Swartzen between now and whenever I get him to do this show because I'm going to ask him all the exact same questions. Oh, so that'll, okay. that'll be fun. The audience already knows the questions. And I'm going to say linens and things guy instead of sheets, etc. And it's going to be fun. This is the perfect show for you, too. Me and him? No, the, just what the, this show for you. You, movies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like tremendous. Yeah. I love talking about him. I know you do. But I'm remembering less and less about them, which is kind of a bad, a bad thing. About, I, I have to I should all start doing a disclaimer or? at the beginning that I am no expert. Oh, yeah. Because I only remember random things. Like any given, like you'll see if we play Leonard Maltin, if we have time this time. Okay. You'll see that, uh, you know, I can name movies that all the people you name have been in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll still be oh, able yeah. to figure out which one all of them are in, <laughs> which is retarded. You, but uh, have you ever worked with Alec Baldwin? Yes. Are you Nick or Bill now? Uh, I am, uh, I am, uh, I am Bick. <laughs> I'm a, a Did you just answer of, yes because you thought I wanted um, you to? I, I yeah, because I love improv. Alec Baldwin and yeah. I ask every guest if they've worked with Alec Baldwin and the answer has always been no. Oh yes, no. I so have I was not excited with Alec that you Baldwin. said yes, but I didn't know if yeah. Nick worked with him or if you did. No, he's not in San Sabo. San Saba? No. Oh, Alec Baldwin not wrong in San Saba for a whole week now. I've been pronouncing it wrong. Alec Baldwin is not in uh, any of my other films. Uh, what planet are you from? Uh, or uh, the Bogus Witch Project, or uh, Ski School Two. My four. You're films. in what planet are you from? Yeah. What do you play in that? And is that the Gary Shandling thing? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Today I was on IMDb. This is what a stupid stoner I am. I was going down your thing and I was like, they forgot Larry Sanders show. Oh, idiots! I thought you really? were on Larry Sanders show. I was. See? They forgot it! <laughs> really? Yeah, they forgot it. Oh, but that would have been so funny if you'd never been on it, but you were in a movie with Gary Shandling, right. so Stoner Boy is like, why didn't they mention <laughs> I get all worked up Damn about it. it. <laughs> I'm not, not even right. Okay, enough yelling. Let's settle down, Bill. Bill, you're, your you're working me up. I never get this worked up on the show. <laughs> a whole hour of, of you spaced out over two weeks. I have not been able to take it. I have a, I'm like the guy from Heroes. I'm like Siler, and I, so I absorb the personalities of my guests, and oh. I have to live with it for a week. 
What is that? Before my of, next guest. What kind of a power is that? I know. I just absorbed their like the quirks about them that no one would want to have. And like why? No one wants to be as energetic and as excited as yeah, Bill Dwyer. Yeah, or uh, it's or a, quite a burden you have. Yeah, or you bu- order some coffee and all of a sudden you're apathetic for a week, you know, because of the kid behind the counter. What sort of a superpower is that? I don't take from the kid behind the counter. Well, who only you, from what, only from to, my A-list guests. You get to pick and choose who. Uh, yeah. Who well, I wanted Nick to come on because I wanted to be gay for a week, but I'm going to have to wait. <laughs> I'm going to have to postpone that dream. Okay, All right, let's quickly play a little Leonard yes. Maltz. Do you want to ask or be asked? Uh, I, uh, I want to. Well, I thought we'd go back and forth. but You I'll, do, uh, but whatever. one has to go first. All right. Oh, Mr. I, want, Mr. I, want, Polite. I want you to ask me first. Mr. Polite and friendly. Okay, yeah. No, I, thought you I was explaining gonna... the game to Bill backstage, and he immediately got, he's like, well, what if you're watching the guy do it, and you could see that it's towards the end of the book or the beginning yeah, of the book? Yeah, and he goes, yeah, and Doug was like, the end, I was like, oh, the zookeeper. Yeah. And we laughed, and we laughed. Oh, how we laughed. laughed. <laughs> oh, we laughed. And then we danced. Yes. Okay, let's see if I can find one that's... Uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not looking. You. By the way, I, uh, I, wore a new, uh, I wore a different shirt for this show. I don't know if you could see I know, that. You're, you're a professional. I, like, to, I know uh, you went home and did laundry, and you could have just worn the same thing again. Right. But, I wore these uh, same pants, people and they're would not think you good were weird. either, so I apologize for that. Don't you hate it when your favorite shirt's at the beginning? Uh, you know, it's at the very end of a laundry cycle, and like you love it so much you wear it the next day when you launder it, and then somebody calls you on wearing the same shirt two days in a row? Yeah, yeah. And you want to tell them, hey, that's, I, I just washed it. 1988. 1988. <laughs> Everybody knows how the game is played, right? Yeah, I'm just still... I still can't get over washed it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 1988. Chris Rock. New Jack City. Good guess, no. Robin Harris. CB4. Also good, no. Kim Wayans. Uh, Is it animated? Can I ask that? Yeah, you can ask, and I can either not answer or tell you that no, it is not animated. Is it animated? No, it is not animated. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so it's not Don't uh, yell it out in the kids. audience if you know it Dag was in this Dag David Allen Greer Oh Wow Yeah, that's right Clarence Williams III Get out Was it in it? Yes What is Played Prince's dad in Purple Rain Eve Plum was in this movie Sweet you Have you ever me. met Eve Plum? I've met I her. have, yeah She used to have a stand-up back Where she had a puppet that was a duck Wow yeah. Eve Plum Yeah, that's what people wanted to hear from the middle Brady yeah, plumbing the A depths. fucking talking duck. Yeah. That was the appeal of that movie. Yeah, if you're Eve Plum on stage, you got to talk about Howard the Duck is on tour in the live Brady Bunch right now. They Howard switch the places. Duck. Oh. Gary Owens. Wow. Anne-Marie Johnson. She is- I said her quick because I, I didn't want to throw you off. with. There were two white names in a row. I didn't want not, did not want that to fool you. Right, there are Eve more Plum. black people in this movie. <sighs> I don't know. Damon Wayans. Kadeem Hardison. There's ten more names. Jesus. Clue, I mean, these are people from the bottom. Clue Gulliger, so, who for a while was trying to get people to call him Gouliger, which is so retarded. Clue? Not since Ace Freely said, call me Ace Ferelli. Did okay, he say that? He did. John Vernon. You might remember him as the principal. Dean, Dean actually. Dean Wormer in Animal House. Oh, really? I'm thinking that's him. Dean Wormer. Don Lewis. Don Lewis from, from uh, Gilligan's Island. No, from uh, so, oh the uh, that uh, the black Don Lewis, the, the other Don Lewis from she that was on Cosby spinoff. Different world, dude. Different. We could remember everything if we were together world for you and me. Yeah, 
like an old couple. Uh, Jeanne Dubois, speaking mm. of classic black Ew. sitcoms. I'll tell you, I like good the times, black ladies. Sang the I theme do. song. I'm Irish. Jim like Brown, that. he's a big black guy. Isaac wow. Hayes, another and big angry. one. Yeah, I like that Isaac Hayes. Antonio Fargus, mm-hmm. who's in this? Huggy. Are you even playing the game anymore? Or are you no, just listening to me say names? No, but I can't. I can't. I'm think skipping of it. around the page. Is that okay? Shh. I'm skipping around different no, it's movies. Not Shaft. Oh, no. No, it's all know. from one movie. Bernie Casey was in this movie. Wow. He was, in, of course, the uh, uh, man in charge of Lambda, 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 and Revenge of the Nerds. Wow. Uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Dude, we, oh, oh, that's the last it's, name. Oh, wait. Oh, oh it's from, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's from 88, so wait. But it's not Hollywood Shuffle. No, it's after that. Yeah, yeah. It's Hollywood Shuffle. got to make because of the success of 80. Hollywood Shuffle. Oh. It even says, look for a Robert Tan- Townsend cameo. Ah. Uh. I'm, uh, I'm hard to spot amongst all the black people. Leonard Moulton, that's not right to say that. That Robert wow. Townsend is hard to spot amongst all the black people? Man. Wow, Le- Leonard Moulton. Yeah. Holy Leonard shit, Moulton. throwing it down. He's got a few racist bones in his What's body. What's up, yeah. Lenny M? Yeah. Anyway, it's called Give I'm up. Gonna Get You Sucker. Oh, come on. Sucker. Come on. That's funny that white people had to type up, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, well. And then give it a rating. They gave it three stars. How do you know white people typed this? Out of a possible 70. (laughs) How do you know white people were typing? Three out of five, four or five, I think. All right. All right, give me one. We're running out of time, Bill. You got it, man. You got it. Hold on. Let me just. uh... Oh, oh, that's too easy. Too easy. All right, yeah. Talk us through the process. Okay. Okay, here we go. You ready? It is a podcast, so people do want to hear your thoughts. All right. This is from. all right, I'm going I'm a little more way. recent. Okay. 1996. Oh, I love recent. That's a mere nine years ago. 1996. Or 12, if you're good at math. <laughs> Joe Piscopo. Or 11. Whoa, Piscopo's the lowest build person? Or are you starting at the top? Joe Piscopo. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, I didn't even know he's been in something Jimmy in the last Walker. Seven to 12 years. What? I didn't know they Jimmy, worked J. J. together Walker? in a movie. Bill? Yeah. Jimmy Walker, Alan Thicke. Oh, the aristocrats. Mm. Yeah. Man, that was Alan, a joke answer. How about that Alan Thicke show? Remember when that was on back in the His talk uh, show? early yeah. 80s? Whoop, that was bad. Yeah. You, Nobody uh, in this a lot audience. of you people Nobody won't remember that, but it was live. It was bad. Tom Selleck and his twin brother, Tim. No. Tim Selleck. Much like Elvis, he's got a twin brother died at birth. Tim Selleck. Tim Selleck. Wait, the brother died at birth, but he's in this movie, too? Yes. He's in a jar. That's a hint. That is a hint. Is it Baby Geniuses, too? Baby Carcass Fracas? (laughs) (laughs) Baby Carcass. Baby Geniuses, too. Burn babies. (laughs) Blue babies, baby geniuses too. Dead baby geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) How great would that be, dead baby geniuses? They're all blue and zombie-like, and they're smart. Yeah. Uh, Gollum would get work again. Couldn't couldn't be any worse than regular baby geniuses. God, was that creepy? And I didn't even see it. Just the trailers. Saul Rubinek. Oh, okay. Dina Merrill. Mm Hmm. Oh, this guy. Wow, she's an older lady. Wow. Sexy older lady, though. Barry Flatman. Flatman was in it? Yeah. <laughs> Barry Flatman. Can wow. I, can I tell a story about Richard Jenny really quick? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to tell one, too? 
if it's as short as mine. Okay, go. I worked with him on a cruise ship once, and one of the other comics on the cruise ship, his name was Al Waxman. <laughs> and, right? It's already funny. Yeah. <laughs> was it the cruise but down we to Ensenada and back every day? No, no. Okay, it, was, it was a Florida one, I think. Okay. No, it was a comic relief thing. Judd Apatow booked, it, nice. booked me on it. Nice. <laughs> 40-year-old virgin director dropper. So yeah. uh, 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 what was I talking about? But oh, so Richard Jenny. Jenny on that. Yeah. Who passed recently? That's what it says in all the articles. But he shot himself. Yeah. And um, he, uh, uh, this guy Al Waxman was on the boat with us, and uh, so the entire week, whenever Waxman wasn't around, we just referred to him as Waxman. You know, we just always say like, "What's Ooh. Waxman up to?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to say Waxman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. And the guy really looks like a Waxman. Like he looks. Oh, like, really? He looks like you'd imagine he would look. That did story you, was you, totally not worth the trouble. Did you find uh, Rich Jenny to be funny? Uh, but I want to say something. I, I liked him. He was a powerhouse on on stage. Powerhouse like, on that cruise ship. Sure. Me and the other guys, you know, were like, you know, struggling to get laughs. Right. And he just goes up there and effortlessly hammers, hammers, yeah. yeah, and just really worked hard on his act. Like to the point of like, uh, you know, I, I would say that's part of what made him crazy. He was a little bit. Yeah. He's a little bit obsessive. He's one of those guys who would obsess over words and that sort of thing. Yeah. Where you and I are more about noises. Fuck words. Yeah, we're like as Michael As long as Winslow. you have the name Helen, you're yeah. good to go. <laughs> what more do you need than Helen? And whistles and bells. That's yeah. what I like. All right, give me the rest of the names really fast. and then Timothy Arrington. Don't know him. Stephen C. White. Maggie Hahn. Maggie Hahn. They're getting more obscure as you go. Yeah. And you started with Joe Piscopo. Just wait, dude. Hang on. Okay. Uh, Gallard uh, Sartain. Gaylard Sartain. Yes. A regular on both Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour and the Hudson Brothers. Get, Razzmatazz. Get out. The fat guy. That guy He's probably the fat guy thought, man, my shows. career cannot get any better Always than this. Always like in a Foreign been... Legion costume. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Gallard. Wow, I didn't Gaylard even Gaylard Sartain. Helen... And he plays a southern guy in... That fucking cool hand Luke. No, in that serious movie, he's in Mississippi Burning with Gene Hackman and oh. Willem Dafoe as a shithead. Oh, because Cool Hand Luke wasn't serious. No, it wasn't. Okay, that keep was going. Funny Helen Shaver. Oh, I said that like uh, Brody Stevens, <laughs> who annoys me occasionally. Helen Shaver. Keep going. I he was down in Louisiana, in the back of a Chevy Sebring. Jesus, would you just bring me out up on stage, for God's sakes? Rod Taylor. Rod Taylor? Yes. And Robert Wool. 1996? Directed by Robert Wool. Directed by he Robert He started Wool. it and directed it? Arliss the movie? Smart, fun, no. Smart, funny satire of television and our competitive society. What? What does that mean? What? Wool plays a nerdy but straight arrow worker bee at a ratings company. Who through personal integrity? You're I looking see at this it. shit. I don't. I don't know the title of it because I. If it had Robert Wool in it, I've. I, you lost you've, me you've, right there. You've. Uh, you've erased it for anything with Robert Wool. You don't even pay attention. Open to. season. Open season. Yes. <laughs> Open season. I guess I should tell the listeners that I'm looking right at it. Yes. So it's not. It's not that big of an but accomplishment. Yes, you are correct. Open season. Wow. I never Robert would have Wool's gotten that. Robert Wool's smart, funny. Directorial effort. Congratulations, about our competitive society. Congratulations, Bill Dwyer, on I've, stumping me with that. You bet. That weird piece of yeah. Did anyone here know that? No, of course no. not. That was a weird one. Open season. You nice gotta work. look for that now. No, I gotta look away from that now. Yeah. If you enjoyed this movie.
I have you a Netflix don't mail else. it to me if it's the last movie on Earth queue. Is that your non A list of don't ever accidentally send me this. Yeah. Because they accidentally sent me Waist Deep and I fucking flipped out. Waist Deep? <laughs> what's, what's that? The sequel to Knee High? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug, Nick Swartzen? Blades uh, of Glory, right? Yes. Blades of Glory. Uh, I'm in Blades of Glory and I'm also right. uh, going to be on uh, Ah Akron. It's a good mid morning. Let's um, hear it for uh, Nick Bill Dwyer Swartzman, everybody. Let's hear it for him. And um, until next time, this is Doug Benson saying, Bill Dwyer is a shithead. What? <laughs> I turned it on you, bitch. Willem, Willem. <laughs> it's Willem Dwyer. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you.